want to reflect with you this morning on the image of of our um, first reading of the 144,000. This is one of my favourite images of of celibacy. The 144,000 virgin men who are free to follow the Lamb wherever he goes. Some of you may have heard kind of my predominant image of celibacy is the bridegroom. I feel called to priestly celibacy. Calls me a priest, therefore celibate as a priest. So my default image of celibacy is Christ, who is the bridegroom of his church, and therefore I am configured to him. Therefore I have only one bride, his bride, the church. I have no space for a second wife, thus I have priestly celibacy. But knowing that I'm called to be celibate, there are all kinds of other images of celibacy in the scriptures that then open out for us. And I find today's particularly powerful, particularly thinking of the chastity needed in our celibacy. That the 144,000, they are virgins. They are called and they are chosen. And their virginity gives them a freedom to follow him. They follow the lamb wherever he goes. If you're free, then you're detached. You're able to go where you need to go. The Lord is serving the poor, I'm free to serve the poor. The Lord is caring for the sick, I'm free to care for the sick. The Lord is teaching the ignorant, I'm free to teach the ignorant. Wherever he is going, I am free to follow. Now, virginity, you don't need to be a physical virgin for this text and this image to apply to you. According to St. Thomas, the spiritual meaning of virginity can be reacquired even when its matter is lost. That the form of sacred virginity is to offer your body to God. And even if when the matter of physical integrity and virginity is lost. Through repentance, the form of virginity can be reacquired. And thus all of us, no matter what our past, can come to seminary in this sense of being spiritual virgins, of offering our body to the Lord. And the 144,000, these pure ones dressed in white robes, they are white, they are pure because they've been washed in the blood of the Lamb, as we are through repentance. Now, why a Lamb? Well, sacrifice just as my body and virginity is a sacrifice to the Lord. I've been thinking, I don't see any lambs in Ohio. Back where I come from in England, you have all huge numbers of lambs. The two different places I was pastor, there were many more physical lambs and there were spiritual lambs uh, in my flocks. And lambs are, in many ways, a very obvious symbol. 
there is something lively, uh, pure, that an old sheep, the wool gets a bit dirty and grubby. It's not quite white, but a lamb is beautifully white, and they bounce, they frolic, um, they're innocent looking, they're kind of cute. Um, they give this image of an innocence. But they also get killed. Lamb tastes really good. That a lamb, kind of, its reason is to be a sacrifice for others. And he is the sacrifice for others. And taking this back to, to celibacy, my body is offered to the lamb. He who is the sacrifice, my body is one of the things I bring to him as a sacrifice to the lamb to unite my sacrifice to his. I was thinking as planning this that you might look at my body and think that this isn't much of a sacrifice. That, you know, my options in celibacy right now are pretty limited. That, you know, if I wanted to give it all away, well, you know, Father, you're 52 and you're a bit wrinkly. You know, I don't think there, there are many options out there for you at this stage in your life. Um, well, giving my body to the Lord may not look like a big deal to you, but it's a big deal to me still. I gave my body to the Lord when I was young. I remember Pastoris Dabovobis came out when I was in seminary. There's a beautiful image he gives in there. Um, quoting St. John Chrysostom, that those who have given their virginity to the Lord in their youth have a special place in his heart. My only regret is that I didn't go to seminary early to give even more of my youth to him. Now, final thought, thinking of this thing, you know, how big is my gift my virginity to be giving to the Lord? Is it something big? Is it something small? I usually don't, on a weekday, connect the first and second reading because they're two independent cycles. There's no inherent connection between them. But it occurred to me this morning that the image of the widow's might connects very beautifully that what was her offering her offering was very small. It was, it was meaningless. It was a pathetic little thing. But it was all she had, and it was all the Lord wanted. And my celibacy, in a sense, is a small, pathetic thing. But it's all I've got, and it means a lot to me, and it's all he wants me. So we have this privilege in our call to be part of the 144,000, the virgin men, virgin free in body, free in heart, free to follow the Lamb wherever he goes.